Welcome to Jesus Stories. This is the place where people tell their stories and Jesus is always the hero. So let's go! Today we're going to hear the story from a fellow named James. This is somebody who I've gotten to know over the last few years and really grown to appreciate as uh, someone who serves at our SNL services, drums and bass and has really started to spread his wings with his music. Um, but another thing I've come to appreciate about James is that he, he loves to do things the right way. He's a bit of a perfectionist. And yet today, I was able to talk him into doing this podcast live in front of a studio audience at our Saturday Night Life service. So let's get to meet James. Well, first of all, uh, i just like to say, yeah, this is totally unexpected. And and I have no idea how this is going to go. So, um, praise the Lord. Amen. You know, um, my childhood, my childhood was, uh, I grew up in England. It was normal. I had good parents, loving parents and not religious parents. And, um, but I, I that was when Christianity was still in the school system. Okay. Yeah. Back then, yeah. right. Where that we would have, um, the school play was about, the uh, nativity okay. and all that, right? So I did have um, sort of an introduction to Christ, Jesus, right? Um, but that was about the extent of it. There was no spirituality in my house. My mom was pretty smart. She's fairly intellectual, uh, as well as my dad, who wasn't there. And she remarried, and um, they had a new family. And that was the point where I separated emotionally, right? Because I felt really sorry for myself mm. and I didn't feel like a part of their family. And that's when I started to go sideways. And that was about six years old. I remember just crying my eyes out at my mom's wedding and I couldn't figure out why, wow. right? And I think it was because I looked at my mother as my number one, right? She was my go-to and she was kind of like a god to me. Mm. Right, she was like the my hero, right, and who I really looked up to, and that I remember was a very specific divide, and then I just digressed um, mentally, emotionally, and at school I was horrible. We kept moving all over the place, and so I was never settled. I was a very unsettled kid. Hmm. Okay, you painted a really interesting and um, dynamic picture of of your upbringing and. And really kind of, it sounds like you worked through this quite a bit as far as uh, pinpointing that that moment where things started to kind of break and, yeah. and fragment and yeah. and go off the rails. So as much as you're willing and able, share us a little bit about those dark times, the times uh, where this led. Um, immediately after stepping off the airplane from England, which is where I came from, um, I went to Point Grey High School, which is in West west side of Vancouver and they liked my British accent I spoke like that and I got snatched up by the wrong people immediately and um, they were a wild bunch of kids man they had this they were a gang of skateboarders and there was hundreds of them and they had crazy colored hair and leather jackets and they were just wild and um, I felt like I could just, uh, I just kind of exploded with them in a, in a uh, 
fit of rebelliousness mm. and I couldn't get enough of it really, you know, um, I don't know. It, I, I knew my parents were good. I was around good people, but that unsettledness, that was the problem and I couldn't figure that out. Right. Um, and so I just got into drugs and alcohol. <laughs> I'll dip to that part right yeah. quick, right? Cause that was the quick solution. And it was like, bang, my life has changed. Let's go. It's a party. And, and I could do whatever I want. I remember the very first night that we went out and partied, we stole a city bus. Okay. Yeah, we like destroyed the bus with baseball bats, kicked the driver off the bus, stole the bus, and like I was like, man, like these guys, these guys know how to have a good time, right? And just destroy things. And uh, I was on an instant path of destruction. At some point, uh, this obviously came to an end. Uh, what would you say is that uh, hinge point? where either you realized or somebody got a hold of you and and started to speak something different into your life? This came to a very, very long, drawn out, slow end. Like I'm talking 20 years, mm. right? Uh, and I had to go through a lot of misery and a lot of hmm, trying to find hope, wow. right? I, I, I was trying to find my way out of the darkness. And the only way I could stumble around in the darkness was by just going into more darkness, right? And, and, and uh, I look back and there were about three or four incidences of meeting Christians, specifically Christians that gave me hope, right? And I remember it being Kelowna and I was my, they laid hands on me and prayed for me did nothing. Uh, I, I worked for a guy for about a year and then another guy for about a year. They never really preached the gospel at me. But one guy told me a couple of miracle stories, which I didn't believe then, mm. but now I do. Mm. Right. Um, and it was just his testimony. Right. And it, it just took a long time. Right. And I was looking for God. You guys all know about the AA programs and the NA programs and the whatever A programs and they all mentioned God. And so I knew that that was important to, to find a power greater than myself. And subsequently, I was around AA for 20 years looking for God, right? Um, and Jesus led me because I understand how the scripture works, right? I've read the scripture. So God has blessed me with his word. He's blessed me with the truth of his word. He's blessed me with the Holy Spirit which is the one that makes you understand the word, right? It, it sanctifies you and teaches you the word. And so I was able to understand that God brings you to Jesus and Jesus brings you back to the Father, mm. right? Mm. And that's the deal that they have together, right? All that, that my Father gives to me, I will never let go but I'll bring you back to the Father, right? And so it's this sort of symbiotic relationship. And I was able to recognize that, that Jesus had brought, God who brought me to Jesus, and now Jesus mm -hmm. has brought me in, in at one with the, the Trinity. Wow, there yeah. you So, okay, so you, you this 20 year, 20 year journey leads to, I don't know if you call it a point of enlightenment, a point where you realize this is Jesus that's calling you, mm -hmm. that's, that's calling you back to the Father. Yeah. Um, what did that look like? And I guess the, the remaining question is, is how has life 
different now that you've come to that realization, now that you've had that, that relationship experience with Jesus? Um, how has that changed? Well, I mean, it's, it's a work in progress. It's, uh, it's a blessing. It's a supernatural blessing. Uh, I have salvation, right? I was born again the night I put my hand up, and I didn't even really, really believe it. This is my testimony. I put my hand up because, you know, it was the evangelical prayer of, hey, if you just ask Jesus into your heart and ask him to be the Lord of your life, you're saved. And I was like, okay, I kind of believe, right? Yeah. And I went out and relapsed a couple months later, right? Relapsed and came back, did it again, another recovery house, like recovery house number 93 or something. Well, okay, I'm exaggerating, uh, about 27, I think, 26. Um, I got baptized. And I got baptized, and I was never able to understand the scriptures, what they said. I could not read the, the scriptures, right? It was like, God, you know, what the Bible speaks about, you'll see, but you will not, you'll perceive, but you won't see, or vice versa, right? And I wasn't able to see. And I got baptized, so I professed my faith with witnesses, mm. right? And I made it a public declaration that I believe that Jesus is Lord. And the next day, the scriptures opened up for me, right? And he started giving me the truth of his word. Wow. And that I knew was a miracle, right? And, and um, the next thing he's like, you're going to spend the next couple of years in my scriptures, yeah. right? And I knew that that's what his world was for me to spend a few years in the scriptures and still reading the scriptures and um, I have that supernatural peace right I have the peace of God that only you know what I mean like only if you have it you can understand mm. right like I'm not afraid of dying anymore mm. um, there's a lot of things that have happened they really, really did